This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1128, Three Tips for Thriving Abroad with Kate Johnson. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we talk to Kate Johnson from the New to Canada podcast. She has moved to five different countries in her life, and she'll tell you what works and what doesn't if you want your new life in your new country to thrive. After IELTS, you'll need these tips. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, IELTS Energy audience members. We have a very special guest today. Um, the, <laughs> and I hope you are watching this on YouTube because she just vogued a little bit. Um, to vogue, this is great vocab. Um, <laughs> before we get to who you are, can you teach us what voguing is? Voguing. I am putting my hand under my chin for those that are listening only and um, yeah, channeling my inner sass. <laughs> channeling my inner sass. I want that to be on a t-shirt. Um, so yes. guys, Kate Johnson is here today and maybe you could hear that she has a different accent than I do. She guys is going to teach us about how to prepare for success when we are moving abroad. So IELTS students, all of you guys are going to move abroad. You're going to pass this exam. That's why you're listening to us today, because we will help you pass that exam. But what happens after that? You, you, you're done with the test. Now you have to move to another country. So Kate, what qualifies you for teaching us about how to move abroad? <laughs> it's so great to be here and it's great to chat with you all. Um, it's so exciting that you are moving abroad. It's the best thing you'll ever do. And I've done it five times. Um, oh my so gosh. yeah, I've lived in five different countries and worked and lived long term in them. Um, so yeah, the most recent one is Canada. I, I met a Canadian when I was in Thailand and then um, we had to choose choose uh, where to move between England, where I'm originally from, and, and Canada, where he's from. So that's okay. uh, that was five years ago now. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so you've lived in Thailand and Canada, obviously. What are the yeah. other countries that you've lived in? Uh, I lived in France. Uh, I lived in Australia. And, and I count Canada as well and the States. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> you obviously have a lot of experience um, trying and probably failing a bit along the way. And you have learned how to live in a new country and not be sad and thrive, right? So yes. we want to help our students do that same thing. Now, before we get into these three tips um, for the mental preparation, Kate, where can people learn more from you? Yes. So I uh, I actually have a platform called the Newcomer Collective. Um, it's where I gather stories of immigrants and newcomers that have oh, pers- wow. specifically moved to Canada. Um, but I have listeners from all over the world to improve their English because they say with my accent, it's, it's super clear for them sometimes. Um, yeah. And also to learn more about all the different countries that move to Canada. It's a very multicultural country. And I have a guest each week from a different country and we talk about where they're from and learn all about their their native country so I love I love learning about different places yeah Okay, that's so cool. And for our students who are going to take IELTS, the um, British accent is prominent (laughs) on the listening test. So I highly recommend you guys listen to Kate's podcast just to practice that accent, but also, guys, to improve your English and your mindset before taking the exam and before moving abroad. So there is a different name for the podcast and the website, right? So the website is the Newcomer Collective. Collective. Yeah, it's a collection okay. of, of, you know, I have the podcast, I have resources and blogs and all different things going on. Um, but awesome. the podcast itself is the New to Canada podcast. So it's right. on every app you can imagine. So if you Google New to Canada podcast, it'll come up. <laughs> there are too many options. I know. For I where know. we put things and where we get things today. Okay. So let's get to this advice, guys. I highly recommend you guys listen and take notes today because you can start implementing this advice today immediately, guys. And like I said, it's not just going to prepare you to thrive and find your happiness in your new country, but it can also help you right now. So, okay. What is your first tip, Kate? Yes. So my tips uh, for anyone moving to a new country, they aren't your standard checklist items. You know, I'm very passionate about the mindset involved when you move to Mm. a new country because, yeah, you can check off a bunch of conventional to-dos, you know, like your paperwork and you get your winter coat if you're moving to Canada, for example. But, you know, if you arrive in a new country and you go into the experience with the wrong mindset or expectations for the experience, you can really self-sabotage very very easily and it's just it's so preventable if you take the time to make little mindset shifts ahead of the move to to set yourself up for success so my first one is the biggest one and it's the biggest one that I struggle with it's to just expect the emotional roller coaster (laughs) you know I just wish that I knew this that you knew that all the emotions were coming ahead of time you will go through many emotional ups and downs. And the biggest thing is to to know that it's just totally normal. It's a normal part of the experience. It doesn't get talked about nearly enough by the majority of people that move to a new country. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody feels lonely at some point, isolated, for sure. homesick. That is a big one for me. Guilt yeah. for leaving loved ones back home, frustrated with the, you know, the new customs of the country you're living in. So totally. Yeah, you know, you yeah. see all of the the good days on social media and you think it should all be sunshines and rainbows, <laughs> but uh yeah, there's Is there's it... these negative emotions aren't wrong and um yeah, they don't need yeah. to be fixed. <laughs> 
guys, your feelings are never wrong. Like I try, yeah. like I have a 10 year old son and I say that to him a lot too, right? Like your feelings are not wrong. Like let's, yeah, let's acknowledge our feelings. And yeah, completely. The first country I moved to was Spain. I moved to Spain when I was 18. Um, and I remember two weeks in, three weeks in, I remember calling my mom from a phone booth because I'm old. And I was like, Mom, I, I want to come home. Let me come home. And my mom was like, no, no, you mm-hmm. chose this. You can do this. Like, you're staying. And thank goodness, because getting past that um, initial sadness, that homesickness, set me up to to move to a lot of different countries in the years to come. So, yeah, definitely, guys. Um, of course you're going to get homesick. That is – this is a huge, massive change in your life. And like Kate said, just expect that. Right? And let it come and know that it's temporary and it's gonna go as well. Yeah. And it'll come back again. You know, it's, it doesn't mean that you, it's failed and you have to go back home. You know, it's, it's a normal part of the experience and we all go through it and you're not alone. You know, it's, it's really key to just tell yourself that and come out the other side and eventually the good days will, will outweigh the bad. So. So just sticking with this first tip, just for a second, before we move on to point number two, Kate, how do you, like, how have you um, gotten over homesickness? Like, are there any sort of coping mechanisms that you personally have for if you start feeling homesick? Like, is there anything you do to feel better? Yes. And it sounds really cliche, but just put a movie or a TV show on that has your accent or that's from your home country. That is huge for me, especially for the UK where I'm from. We have these cult followings of these TV shows and you get real FOMO if you're missing out on, you know, your friends talking about this show. So I always try and keep up to to date with those. Um, Oh, that's cool. Or eat food. That's a huge one. If you can find your favorite food in your new country, again, it just gives you that connection um, back back home. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) totally. I remember, um, like before, you know, there were like Costco's everywhere, and before, like you could basically get anything wherever you were. Um, I was moving to various countries, and I remember every time I would come back to America, I would buy a jar of peanut butter. (laughs) Because, like, I could not get American crunchy peanut butter in other places. (laughs) You can now, but um, in my 20s, you could not. So, yeah, for sure. Like, just, like, a little uh, home snack that that can make you feel better. Totally. Okay. Um, Let's move on to point number two. What is something else students need to think about before they move abroad? Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Yeah. So the next one is career related. So it's still a mindset thing. It's it's to get in that creative mindset about your career because, um, you know, in Canada specifically, well, any country really, you, you can't go in and expect to just perfectly replicate the career that you had in your home country. It might not happen. You're in a new country. Things may be different here. You know, public transport might not be, you know, 
that's that in my case that was the biggest challenge for me because I'm so remote and I was I was in events management and I had to go into the big cities for that and it just didn't work out so you'll be faced with these different hurdles and to try and creatively put your try and think outside of the box for ways that you can actually put yourself and your skills out there so that Mm -hmm. people and opportunities can find you you know it's it's important to not just send out a bunch of job applications and just hope for the best because you'll get disheartened if you never hear back or if you're doing that for a long period of time so instead I would say from overseas before you arrive the biggest thing you can do is start building and updating your online presence so your LinkedIn profile maybe it's a website portfolio you can join online networking groups start a blog um, research different volunteering opportunities you can jump into when you arrive so there's ways to position yourself in that in your field as, as more of an expert ahead of time and it makes a big difference than just sending out job applications <laughs> uh, yeah totally um and i would imagine that you would like this this cre- career creativity as as you put it i love that phrase but um <laughs> you have to be sort of flexible right as far as like what you're willing to accept like Maybe you don't think this is in your field, or maybe you think you're above this specific job or whatever. Um, you have to start somewhere, right? Like exactly. You, you and you never know work. who you're going to meet, right? You could totally. be in this job that you that you don't enjoy per se, but then you could meet this one person that just changes yeah. your whole trajectory. So it's all yeah. about who you know often, right? More than just what you know. And yeah, just just nothing's permanent. You can you can try yeah. out different things and and adjust that way. But um. Yeah, for example, for me, I I was struggling. To, I was in event management, like I mentioned, and I, I was tired of managing these events that I wasn't passionate about because I kept settling for jobs. And um, in the end, I just thought, well, why don't I just host my own event? You know, that's the best way that I can showcase my skills and my passion in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it was the best thing I did because, uh, yes, it was an investment at the time, but I had three major job offers come from it, from connections really? that I made yeah, they oh, saw what wow. I could do, right? I'd put it out there and I'd showcase That's my skills. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, it's thinking thinking things like that. And um, it's it. a confidence mindset it. shift too, right? You know, it's a totally. huge challenge. And um, international experience is an asset. I always say that. For you, sure. You, know, you go into it, you know, you're adaptable, <laughs> you're resilient, you've moved to a new country, multilingual often. So yeah, Definitely. An employer would be lucky to have you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love this. So um, be confident in your own skills and also keep an open mind as far as where you're looking and who you're talking to. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me. And just keep in mind, guys, that you have to start somewhere, right? Getting your foot in the door is an idiom that we use often. I love this uh, example that you gave of what you did, though, like being so proactive that you're yeah. going to do your own thing, put, showcase yourself, and then um, and then people see how amazing you are. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> what is the third tip? The third one is a very simple one. It's to just take that pressure off the whole experience, right? You know, it's Mm. a huge thing. Like you mentioned, you are taking a massive leap. But one of the biggest mistakes I made looking back, I had this weird timeline that I'd set for myself. You know, I should have a job by now. I've been here for two months. I should have, you know, a few really good friends by now. I've been here for six months. But I just ended up feeling really disappointed that I just wasn't moving forward as fast as I'd 
predicted and no one wins in that situation right you know what timeline are you even following you know everyone's timeline is different so yeah my advice would be to just not compare your journey to anyone else's don't put pressure on yourself by setting these weird unrealistic deadlines and just be patient right these things will take as long as they need to fall into place and yeah sometimes it will take longer to feel you know settled or complete but that's okay too so yeah. No yeah, pressure. <laughs> I mean, like, I love um, coupling this tip with the idea of talking to yourself, like your self-talk should be more yes. like you talk to a friend, right? Like 100%. if you're talking to a friend who has moved abroad and taken this enormous risk and changed their life and like, this is amazing. Like you wouldn't yeah. start off that conversation with a friend be like, well, do you have a job yet? Oh my gosh, right. you're a failure. <laughs> like <laughs> so you would true. be like... Right. Like you'd be like, oh my gosh, I am so jealous. I'm so in awe of you because you're so brave for taking this risk in your life, for for committing yourself to this huge change. Um, And I'm stuck at home, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But like, just guys, you got to be kind to yourself and you have to congratulate yourself on what an amazing thing that you've done. And I love this. Like, (laughs) we always have these timelines for ourselves that we manufacture nobody else told us that this is what we have to do so why is it so important (laughs) i know no one's checking on you you know no one's like stalking you online and being like oh my god she hasn't got a job yet that's not happening no one cares like just enjoy your life enjoy the experience and yeah no no one cares You're free. Yeah. The Canadian government's going to like call you at home and be like, listen, um, we've heard you don't have a best friend yet. (laughs) You haven't made enough Canadian friends. Um, you aren't making enough money. You have to leave guys. That's not going to happen. Like you're there. Okay. You've done the paperwork. You've passed the exam. You're there. Like settle in for this amazing journey. You've already committed to taking this risk. You know it's not going to be super easy. Staying home is easy. Moving to another country is not easy. And that's how you create the best life because it's like all of these huge opportunities you would never get can come to you now. You're open. Mm -hmm. So let them come. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Kate, thank you so much for sharing these ideas with us. And I really think that these three tips – Yes, they are imperative for being intentional about this stuff before you guys move abroad. But honestly, these three tips apply to everything. Yeah, it is they the apply to New to Canada podcast. They apply to Very simple. The New to Canada life. podcast. So stories from people that have moved to, to Canada, yourselves. why they moved there, learn about their native country, um, and the lessons they've learned The best way to be kind is to way. listen so, to Kate's more pep talks podcast. from me. Kate, can you your remind us again where I'm students can find you? We we love pep talks uh, at All Ears English and IELTS Energy. We're all about the positivity. You. Anyway, Kate, thank you so you much for sharing Bye. your time with us. Um, and guys, here's a little hint. I'm going to go on <laughs> Kate's podcast as well. So definitely <laughs> subscribe to her podcast so you don't miss that. Um, all right. Awesome. Kate, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. 
Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.